ran from the Empire, you ran from your family. Lies! So what's the truth? Truth is it? I left to save everyone. My mother! My father! My brother! Everything I did was for family! For Mandalore! Never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Castle Run less than 12 miles. Hey everyone, and welcome to Castle Run Weekly. My name is Danny. I'm Heather. And we are joined by a very special guest today, uh, Michelle uh, at Ahsoka Exano. Yeah. Hi, Michelle. Hey. <laughs> Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We're really excited to have you on. Um, so you're actually joining us for our final Ladies of Force series. Um, so sad to see. Well, I mean, I'm sure it'll come back, but uh, our three-part series and everything. Um, so we're doing Ladies of Force, uh, Ahsoka, and Sabine. Now, I have a feeling you have some feelings about those, Michelle. I do. I do. I'm <laughs> an expert. Totally an expert. I mean, it's not your Instagram name or anything, right? Yeah, no. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. Um, so, yeah. So, in our last couple of uh, episodes for Ladies of Force, um, we got to talk about Leia, Padme, uh, Jen, and Ray. Kind of do some cool comparisons and things like that. Um, but Sabine and Ahsoka are seriously some women of power. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have a Mandalorian who at one point built weapons for the Empire, decided that she wasn't going to do it anymore, has probably going to have her past haunt her in uh, Season 4. We've seen a lot of development in her in this most recent season of Rebels, which is really, really cool, with uh, the Trials of the Darksaber and things like that. Um, And then you have Ahsoka, who has been through so much. Uh, I mean, it's heartbreaking what she's been through uh, as far as getting kicked out of the Jedi Order, being invited back and then she's like no nah, i'm good <laughs> and <that's her. laughs> and then like all of the adventure that just ensues in this just lonely life where she finds herself with the rebellion as fulcrum and and even to well her supposed end it's not the end of twilight of the apprentice where which we actually when we were watching twilight of the apprentice i didn't notice and i don't know how i missed this but i didn't notice that Ahsoka was walking away in the she episode. Really? I missed that. Yes. I Because the whole time I'm like, there's no way she's dead. No way. There's no way that happened. There, there, absolutely no way. Like, I was freaking out. But then I watched it again with my wife the other night, and I was like, uh, is that Ahsoka? And we were both like, that's Ahsoka. Hold on. She's yeah. walking away. So it kind of makes me wonder why anybody ever thought she was dead. Because <laughs> I always kept seeing that everywhere. And I was like, well, if that's that, then... Right. But uh, but yeah, so no, Ahsoka lives absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, and she's gonna come back even more kick butt than before. So, um, yeah. but yeah, so I mean, and Ahsoka's my favorite. Uh, Sabine, I really wasn't a fan of until this most recent season. She kind of seemed too detached for me. But then we got to find out why, right? Which was really cool. Backstory, absolutely. Um, but yeah, both really, really strong women of Star Wars, which is no stranger to the Star Wars universe. Um, I feel like that that's something that Star Wars has always gotten right, to be honest. Um, I don't feel like we're overrun with damsels in distress or anything like that. Um, they can hold their own just as well as the guys, and most of the time, even better. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I'll admit that. I mean, even Sabine kicked Kanan's butt a couple times. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, what what were you guys' uh, thoughts on the characters? Do you want me to start? Yeah. Go for it. Okay. Um, well, let's start with Sabine, uh, just because I probably will talk too long about Ahsoka. But <laughs> what I will say about Sabine is that I well, I love that she's multifaceted. You know, mm -hmm. so she's this artist. She's a Mandalorian, which automatically, not automatically, it means that she's most likely a good fighter and a warrior. Um, and throughout the show, we have seen her be, um, you know, she's gone through struggles, but she's also come out much stronger, on, you know, after those things. So what I think Rebels and just the Clone Wars did with both Ahsoka and Sabine, uh, uh, perspective shows, um, is that these characters didn't start off perfect or strong or capable i mean you know sabine we saw that whole episode of uh trials of the dark saber i think um and that whole episode i mean we saw how she wasn't getting it or you know she was feeling salty about <laughs> ezra beating her you know it's, oh, it's yeah. <laughs> all these things so i love sabine because she has so many qualities to her and mm -hmm. she's she didn't she didn't start off perfect and we got to learn about how she had to leave her family and how that was hard for her. And, you know, that's what makes these characters relatable is you say, wow, like she's gone through some hard stuff too. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Sabine, Absolutely. Love her. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, one thing with Sabine um, and it's not been till recent again, cause just cause I, I never really related to her beforehand. Mm -hmm. um, she kind of seemed kind of cold and distant from the rest of the crew, which we find out in the most recent season, season three, that that's on purpose. Um, she doesn't want to get too attached and, and she has a lot of uh, pent up issues that she's just not dealing with that she's really struggled with for the longest time. Um, and so I love the fact that she's a, a Mandalorian, this warrior cult, <laughs> this warrior culture. Um, and she's still the artist in it. Um, she's still the big sister to Ezra. Um, yeah. She has the biggest heart out of the entire crew to me. Um, even though it's kind of the big sister, annoying little brother kind of relationship a lot of times between them. Um, but that's how I've always viewed their relationship. And, and, and I love that with all of the women of Star Wars, we get a different type of character. The big sister protecting her family, um, staying to that code of, their family, even if they're not blood. Um, whereas that's a big thing in the Mandalorian culture with their clans and their families and things like that. She's adopted the ghost crew with that. And then with Ahsoka, you have the protector where even though she's been kicked out, she's been cast aside and all this other kind of stuff. She still feels a duty to ensure the safety of the ones that she loves or even the bigger picture of it, the rebellion, the, the security and the success of the rebellion going forward. Uh, and I, I love how they all play their own roles, that it doesn't feel like we're repeating the same character, if that makes sense. I like that they had, they definitely have their uh, differences. You know, Sabine mm -hmm. is independent and, See, I have always very, I, I've related to her because mm -hmm. you could see even in the beginning how capable she was. And when 
fulcrum wouldn't show his or her face, mm-hmm. she would be like, no, I'm here to ask questions. That's what mm-hmm. I'm going to do because that's, mm-hmm. that's why I left the empire is right. because this, this is, you can't do this to me again. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I, I have, you know, really related to her and, um, I love that she's an artist. I never got the bigger sister. I got like the big, um, the senior girl at school crush. <laughs> okay. Type. Uh, um, well, I mean, with those beginning episodes where Espy's like, hi. Hi. I'm Ezra. I'm Ezra. You're totally flirting. Yeah. And uh, even now, though, they still have this weird, I don't, I don't know. I've, <laughs> I, I think I mean, he's going over his school crush. I think so but, too. But yeah. well, I mean, Star Wars has always been weird about brother sister relationships. So. <laughs> <Very true>. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta throw that out there. But anyway, <laughs> and with Sabine and Ahsoka, I, I I feel like these are two really good characters to kind of even look at as similarities um, because they're both very protective. Um, they're both very strong and they were forged by not necessarily the life they chose, but the situations that they've been a part of, um, as far as everything that Sabine's been through, where she thought that the empire was right and the empire was good. And she learned that it was, it was not, and that they were, they were looking to use her stuff for evil and it wasn't what she thought it was. And so she was like, bump this, I'm out. I'm oh, laughing with like bump this I'm out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, I mean, in all honesty, like, she was literally, she's just like, forget it. Like, I, as soon as she realized what they were, mm-hmm. and then the same thing with Ahsoka, I kind of feel like she had the same revelation uh, with the Jedi, yeah. where yeah. she made that decision as far as um, where they kicked her out, and she's just like, I've done nothing wrong. I've never done anything wrong to betray the Jedi. But all of a sudden, it takes one person's word or one shred of this misplaced evidence, and you're willing to kick me out. Like, I think she saw before anybody that the Jedi Order didn't work. Yeah. Yes. And that kind of foresight, I think, to her speaks a lot to her character. Um, and even with that, I, I mean, I, I felt like it almost gave her a sense of duty that even like in the Ahsoka novel, where she tries to distance herself um, from everything, not spoiling anything. Cause I, I, I know Heather hasn't read it, <laughs> um, but uh, not spoiling anything, but she tries to distance herself after order 66. And she doesn't try to be a part of anything because she's trying to keep the ones she loves and the people around her out of danger, playing that role of protector again. Um, and as far as that goes, I mean, that's, I, I love her character for that. Um, and both of them, because they're forged by these situations that otherwise other normal people under normal circumstances would just been like, well, tis my life <laughs> just going to be this way. And they're like, no, this isn't happening. I, I'm not taking this. I'm not going to stand for this. And they, she's more trying to think of the way to say it, but they're both more outspoken, ready to challenge um, things that need to be challenged. They pick and, up and the ball and they take it with them. Absolutely. Instead of just leaving it there for someone else to do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I like that. <laughs> Absolutely. I, like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the, the go get kind of attitude in all of them because, and even with Ahsoka, even though it's reluctant sometimes of 
uh, I shouldn't do this. I know I shouldn't. Well, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it because it's, yeah, exactly. That, that self doubt from Anakin. Yeah. Um, which with the Mortis arc, like the whole seeds of darkness thing, that was kind of crazy. Just saying. <laughs> um, but it, it almost makes her a better Jedi. I mean, not almost. It absolutely makes her a better force wielder. We're not going to call her a Jedi. <laughs> a better force wielder um, that she had Anakin for a master. Because he didn't ruin her. He just showed her that there was more. Even if he didn't intend to. Um, because she she says multiple times throughout Clone Wars how he's passionate. And he cares for people and things like that. And that's not something that is really the Jedi way, the passion and attachment and things like that. But it's almost like, how can you, how can you love and care for people without having some element of attachment? That's always kind of, I guess, boggled me. It never made sense of, of why that would be that way, but I don't know. If I'm rambling, just tell me. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm just, you know, the Jedi, in my opinion, don't work. And mm -hmm. they're never going to work. Right. Because, <laughs> I mean, it, literally, it feels like the, the the way of the Jedi, and not to get off track, but the way of the Jedi is to deny yourself completely of everything that you are and become this clone, the, this force imbued clone that does the same thing as everyone else. And yeah, you have your own thoughts and you have your own things, but you have to basically swear off feelings. <laughs> you can't feel for anything and all this other kind of stuff. And that almost, I feel like, and I guess maybe it's just looking from my perspective. I feel like that would almost distance someone as far as like, if I was looking to somebody in need, if you're only looking at it tactically and strategically, then at some point, someone's going to be lacking. Something's going to happen where you make that decision where you don't always save the lives or it, it, they're not as important as someone else. Um, and that doesn't seem right, in my opinion. I, I just, I feel like as far as that, see, that's probably the last episode that mm -hmm. we're going into. But... Um, <laughs> you know, it's it, to me, they're so focused on annihilating every shred of bad and dark and anything that's not them, but mm -hmm. only Sid still in absolutes. So mm -hmm. it's like. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's it's a big walking contradiction. Yes. <laughs> so it, it just, it can't work. It just can't mm -hmm. work. But back to Ahsoka and Sabine. Sorry, that yes, was my fault. Sorry, that was your fault. That wasn't my fault. That was all me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so just, so do you feel like at any point, because they're both animated characters. We've never seen them, e either one in live action. Um, do you think that, uh, Michelle, at any one point that Ahsoka may have influenced the creation of Sabine, or maybe you see seeds of that or anything? Maybe it's inspired? Yeah, I mean, now, now that you now that you mention it, I think the idea that you were saying earlier of the protector, um, mm -hmm. and we know Ahsoka left the Jedi Order. It was, she was following her heart. She's like, I can't be here anymore. 
and Sabine left her family to protect them. Um, and then we've seen elements of Ahsoka being a protector uh, just throughout her character arc. Um, I think that's certainly probable. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I wonder if it's like a motherly, you know, motherly instinct almost. Uh, I'm called the mom in my friend group, so. <laughs> I could see that the, the motherly instinct because, I mean, I, Ahsoka essentially before Twilight of the Apprentice is haunted by the fact that she did leave Anakin. Um, that even though she felt like she had to go, Anakin couldn't understand why she had to go. He didn't understand why she was leaving and things like that. And then even Twilight Apprentice, she's well, saying, I, "I won't leave you this time. It's not going to happen." Um, and so it's almost she doesn't necessarily fill that role of mother, but she looks out for Anakin in the same way. Um, because like, I mean, you yeah, always hear her making it. Yeah. Uh, always making excuses for him and everything. Well, that's just him. That's just Anakin. Uh, it, his ways work. Don't worry about it. They're a little weird. They're a little offbeat, but don't worry about it. We'll get there. And, Oh, well he got a little angry. It's okay. Oh, he killed a bunch of Tusken Raiders? No problem. No, I don't know if she'd excuse that. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, she More than likely not. Way easily. But, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't even know if she really knew about that. I, I would I think that would be something he, that they would have kept from each other. But I would think so. I don't yeah. think they knew. But I don't think she would have accepted that probably, no. No. Well, and then it kind of makes me wonder if she did find that um, what would happen? Because I don't think that she would have given up again. No, she wouldn't have. She wouldn't have. Because, you know, in Summit of the Apprentice, she's like, I won't leave you again. And so she's Mm -hmm. determined. She could have escaped with Ezra and Kanan, but Mm -hmm. she didn't. She was like, I'm going to stay with you. It just broke my heart. But... Oh, yes. I I I think if something ever happened where she did find out about Anakin's dark moments she wouldn't she wouldn't give up on him definitely i think because she left the jedi order ultimately that that only aided if not started his path to the dark side because mm-hmm. the theory i have is that if it, which i mean obviously ahsoka was kind of an afterthought production wise um coming in the clone wars but it makes me kind of wonder as far as because i mean i hate that ahsoka never made it live action that she was something that came afterwards but it makes me wonder if Ahsoka had been live action and had been a, a part of the original um, trilogy stories, it, if Anakin had let her in on some of the things that he was dealing with, some of the fears that he had about Padme, about losing his mom and things like that, it makes me wonder if he would have might he might have been steered a different way. Definitely. Because, because a lot of the things that he did kind of not necessarily get away with, but that he accepted that even Padme kind of swept under the rug of, oh, we're not going to worry about that today um, <laughs> with the with the murdering the Tusken Raider camp and everything. Um, I mean, it's almost as if it just didn't phase her. She's just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> like like the meme that you sent, vigorously oh, yeah. hits the panic button. <laughs> um, um, and so it makes me wonder if Ahsoka could have actually steered him one way or the other as far as, maybe even ease some of his fears Um, because I feel like that's the kind of character that she is where even though she, she 
started out as the the Padawan, the the his little Padawan. Uh, she kind of became something more to him. Um, she became almost the only other family he had. I agree, so. and you know their dynamic is is sweet, and mm-hmm. I think that's probably what a lot of people um, didn't like about Clone Wars is that it was sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, I because loved it. Pe- I did too. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but people yeah. they think of Clone uh, Star Wars and they don't think you know that it could be mm-hmm. something that can appeal to more than just one type of person i i mean yeah i can see that in some respects our uh, uh prequel tra- trilogy haters and things yeah like that. it's like <laughs> i saw a meme the other day where somebody said the only way to truly love star wars is to hate everything about it and everything that it stands for <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that totally makes sense yeah <laughs> Oh my wow. No. Um, See, my friend Maddie and I, uh, uh, actually, her Instagram is at Reckless Jedi Knight. Uh, she and I have talked for hours on end about the Ahsoka Anakin dynamic. It is one of our favorite things to talk about and to think, oh, I bet, I bet she would do this with him or something like that. I. It, we we call it we we kind of get a father daughter dynamic between the two, mm-hmm. um, so family definitely. But um, right. she to me has she's really quite quite the anchor for him, mm-hmm. um, and because you know she does a she has obviously picked up these she's learned um, things from Anakin that might be considered unconventional according to mm-hmm. the Jedi, but that's what that's what makes her such you know, an influential person to him. Um, so yeah, I, I adore them. I adore that duo. I do. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't get mad at snips and sky guy. No, never. <laughs> never. I love, you know, this is going to kind of be off, but, um, the whole reckless thing came from Qui-Gon mm-hmm. and then it was passed on, to Kenobi, uh, he didn't embody it quite the way Qui Gon did, of course. <laughs> but you know, then that got passed on to Skywalker. It got, got passed on to Ahsoka. You know, it's like it's it. You know, I just like that that particular thing can be passed on through all these generations, even though it's not uh, genetic. Right. Yeah, through their teachings and things like that. Because, I mean, Qui-Gon was very reckless. Like, the Jedi Order would tell him, do this. And he'd go, nah. Nah. I don't think I'm going to do that. (laughs) Uh, We're we're just going to ignore that you ever said that. Because it was stupid. I mean, that's literally how it felt like with everything he said. And even, to when he recommended that the boy be trained, they all said, no. And he was just like, "Hey, Obi Wan, do it anyway." <laughs> yeah, hey, Obi Wan, I need, I need you to train this kid. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I need you to train this kid. <laughs> You're gonna do it. It's just like, oh, dying wish. <laughs> yeah, what you gonna do? Yeah, it's like, are you really gonna tell me no? And so, like, I mean, I would absolutely agree with that. Um, 
And, and and like what you said, Michelle, I mean, she absolutely was his anchor throughout the entire thing because you can tell, I mean, even, even saying that after she leaves um, completely, that that's when, because I mean, that's not shortly after, that's when Revenge of the Sith starts, um, episode three. And so we, that's where we see that rapid downhaul or downhill decline with him where he's literally just spiraling out of control the entire time. He's no longer anchored. There's no longer anyone to go, Anakin, you need to calm down. It's not quite, you're, you're getting a little unhinged. <laughs> it's like easy now. Um, he doesn't have that anymore. Because as much as I hate that, because I mean, Padme is so strong and everything, but I never felt like she really was very direct with him. Unless it had to deal directly with her, any any fear he had or anything like that, it was just always, oh, it'll be okay, kind of coddling him and everything. And it was just, I don't know. And maybe I'm thinking of that wrong, but that's how I always felt with her. Because, like, why, why is your Padawan the better anchor than your wife? Yeah. <laughs> because, <laughs> I mean, like, Ahsoka had a better head on her shoulders as far as gauging who Anakin was and how he did the things that he did and why he did them the way that he did them. But his own wife was more of, Oh, it'll be okay. I'm so sorry. Oh, you'll make it. And then she's surprised that he force chokes her in the middle of a lava planet. <laughs> I mean, well, she always, she accepted him for who he mm-hmm. was. And, and Ahsoka always encouraged strove. him to be better. Ex- yeah, she always strove for him to achieve greatness mm-hmm. in a different way. Not, right. you know, as a Jedi, but as a person. Right. Absolutely. Um, she saw him better, I-, I think. She didn't see him for faults or anything like that that he had. She saw his faults and she knew that he could be better. That he was still a great Jedi. So yeah, so I mean, and I always felt like she did see him for not for who he was, but for what he could be, for for his faults, for his strength, and things like that. Um, did you guys want to talk more about Sabine? Was there anything else you wanted to add into that? I don't know. I kind of got what I wanted to say. Yeah. Well, I've always felt Sabine's more of a. Not necessarily a secondary character, but I mean, she is strong in her own right. But I feel like we're really going to see her shine in season four. I do um, too. Because we, re- we really started to see her come into her own um, at the end of season three with the Trials of the Dark Saber and how she helped take back Mandalore or started to take back Mandalore with her, with her mom, rebuilding their clan and everything. Um, so I, I really think that she's really going to shine in this last season, because um, which I know I've told you. But um, with the Rebels panel at Star Wars Celebration, oh. we actually got to see the first episode. Ah, I'm so yes. jealous. And, was and, it good? It was amazing. <laughs> it was I, amazing. And it was the Sabine episode. So, so yeah. Which is killing me because I can't talk about it to anyone. Not even my own wife will let me talk about it. Oh. <laughs> and she's so not even caught up on Rebels. But, yeah. Um, so, no, it, it's amazing. And so I really feel like she's going to really shine throughout this last season. Um, I hate saying last season breaks my heart every time (laughs) guys. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Kessel Run weekly. Uh, And again, Michelle, thank you so much for joining us. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. It has been a pleasure. Absolutely. Uh, We look forward to having you in the future. If, uh, if you'd like to join us again, Uh, we'll have to get you during one of our uh, rebels, uh, 
Rebels reviews or uh, during the se- season four because yeah. uh, you know we'll be covering that. <laughs> you know, I'll be all over it too. So absolutely. Um, so cool. So uh, Michelle, can you tell everybody where to find you? Sure. So I am on Instagram at Esogaxtano. Um, and that's currently the only, my individual page. Um, I am also part of a network of uh, pages, uh, all underscore Star Wars, if you know him, Mike. Uh, he has created a group of pages. Um, so I'm a part of that network. So you can follow all of them. They're real cool people. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, awesome. Um, and so guys, definitely check her out uh, for sure. She's doing a Rebels rewatch. Try not to get tongue-tied. <laughs> uh, Rebels rewatch right now. Uh, hashtag Rebel, Rebels rewatch. See, Say I can't do it the three times. I can't. Try to do it three and it didn't work. <laughs> uh, where she's going through Rebels and everything, um, giving some behind-the-scenes stills, uh, which have been really cool. That's been my favorite part about it, um, seeing the before production and after production okay. stills and everything. Um, so, guys, definitely check her out on Instagram. Um, and check us out as well, uh, KesselRunWeekly.com, um, where you can find all of our social media stuff. Um, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at KesselRunWeekly. Um, and we're on iTunes now, guys, which is Ooh. awesome. So check us out on iTunes. Um, we'll have episodes out, new episodes, every Wednesday and Friday. Uh, so be look, on the lookout for that. Um, and for Kessel Run Weekly, my name is Danny. I'm Heather. And may the force be with you. <laughs>